0: This is Beverly Houston Fisher of Balanced Living. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast with Dr. Shelley Nagella. Dr. Shelley is an advocate for women, relationships, and families. For over 30 years, she has been mentoring and teaching women through one on one private sessions tailored to their personal and professional growth. She also developed and teaches the life changing Power of Women seminars, which trains women in creating extraordinary results and turns the fire back on in their lives. Shelley says that it is your birthright to live your life with focused passion and purpose and more joy and love. It brings you to an experience of freedom so you have the quality of life we all seek. She teaches real tools for real life extraordinary results, your roadmap and foundation for success. Along with her husband, Tom, she teaches couples and individuals how to create a powerful life, partnership, as well as healthy, productive relationships in all areas of their lives through the Relationship Mastery Seminar and personal coaching sessions and classes for couples and individuals. As a master healer, she offers deep healing inner child sessions for both men and women in her private practice, which provide lasting life-changing results to the client. She is the author of The Master in the Mirror, A Woman's Guide to Living a Passionate and Joyful Life. She lives in Atlanta, Georgia with her husband, Tom, has two married children and four grandchildren.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Shelley, so much for joining me today. I am so inspired and your energy just charges me. And even though we've just met, it seems like I've known you forever and I can't wait to just continue our adventure together, however it plays out. (laughs) Me too. I feel the same
2: way, Beverly. I'm so excited that you are in my life. Mm
1: -hmm. So grateful. So grateful. Oh, so I would love to hear what led you to become such a beautiful advocate for women and helping them change their energetic connection with their mind, body, and spirit.
2: Beverly, I started my journey in my teens. I grew up in a very difficult family. It was, there was a lot of abuse, physical, mental, uh, sexual, emotional abuse and i determined at a very young age because i was very sensitive as i've always been uh that i wasn't going to pass the pain on to my children when i had a family one day and i was probably 15 16 years old when i was thinking about that and uh, so i went on this journey a very long arduous journey of self-healing and in the process because I was doing other things in the community, along with my husband, Tom, that were supporting people because we were always looking for how to heal. People started to come to me and say, what in the world are you doing? Because I started to go through changes. And so I began to speak about what I was experiencing in my own inner experience of change, because I had a profound experience of shifting how I was holding on to the past. And out of that, as uh, people were coming to me, mostly women, I began to, to develop a program called Power Woman for supporting women in healing and really manifesting a life that they love. And that's always been my passion for myself. And I wasn't expecting in the beginning to support so many people, but I've trained thousands now. And as I've told you, it's been completely word of mouth. Uh, I never had any inkling in the early days that that's what I was going to be doing.
3: Uh
2: And so it came out of my own healing. And I think that's why it works so well is because I have walked the walk. And I think it's very important for healers and teachers to be able to really do what they say they're doing when they're supporting other people. Yeah. I finally came to that realization many years ago because I, in the early days, I thought I was very enlightened. I wasn't, <laughs> <laughs> wasn't even close, not even on the scale yet, but I had all the right jargon. Right. And I had some good experience, but it wasn't, it wasn't nearly what was needed to really heal my life.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And when I realized I wasn't walking, my talk back in those days, and I woke up into it, realize that I wasn't really doing what I was telling other people to do Uh that's when I had to dig in within myself to do very very deep work so I really could walk my talk and be um, a role model for others so that they could recreate their own experience of their own power to merely be masterful in their own lives
1: that's that's so incredible and you have you and I have again like we've known each other forever. We have very, very similar stories. I had very, I've always been very sensitive. I've always had a foot on each side. I've always been connected, connected energetically with spirits and auric and energy, everything. And I had a very traumatic childhood and a lot of similar things, like you're saying, I, domestic violence, sexual assaults, uh, you know, living with a predator in my house, a stepbrother, and just, you know, trauma, drama, and stuff that um, took me a lot of work, and I, I'm with you, like, in the when I was in my 20s, I'm like, okay, I didn't think I knew everything by any means, but I was like, okay, I've been doing Tai Chi for a while, I've been doing my meditations, I'm, I'm, I'm practicing herbalist when I was a teenager, same like you, started in my teen years when I just, I did not want to, like you're saying, pass it on to my children. That was my biggest thing. And
2: that was my biggest fear as well. Abso- it was a fear yeah. for me. Absolutely. I was very fearful to, to recreate the craziness.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm not saying that some of that hasn't still trickled down, being that I was pretty much self-studying and self-working, as it sounds like you did a lot of yourself. And For me, it's very interesting as a parent how you, you know, you don't like for me, I didn't learn a lot of what to do. I learned a lot of what not to do. So that's where my journey was to honor myself and to appreciate myself. And that's when I, you know, like I said, I got into herbalism. I got into meditation and yoga and Tai Chi and getting into the body I've always been a dancer. I've always loved being in nature and exercising and those things that gave me peace and a sense of just full connection with myself because I didn't always feel that way. And I still, you know, have moments where I'm like, whoa, I'm just caught up in the outside world and I have to bring it back and recenter and really look inside. And so I think that's magnificent that you have like you said, you want to offer this to other women to find their own path that, that manifests that amazing spirit in them, in their, their place of source, almost, you know, that, that that's why we're here. The reason that we're really meant to be here, not, it's not about holding on to all that stuff. It's about learning from it and, you know, transitioning it into something that is, Not only light for ourselves, but light for others.
2: Very clear. No question. Uh, For me, uh, although it was a very painful past, it is also the source of where I come from. And my power in the world.
1: Absolutely.
2: And I don't discredit it. I used to. I used to think that I was the problem. And that Mm -hmm. took me a long time to transmute.
3: Uh And
2: I finally did because they were their perceptions that we all have, you know, our illusions about things that, you know, keep us stuck in the same old ways you're talking about circumstances, you know, that we get caught up in our circumstances, but we really get caught up in our perceptions of our lives that keep us in a swirl of not feeling good enough or not worthy, or no matter what we do, it's never enough. And those perceptions are insidious in every part Uh of our life. And we don't even realize it, even for those of us who are extremely successful, because I was very successful in my former career before I started to develop my work. Uh Yeah. But it didn't give me any satisfaction. I was looking for a deep sense of satisfaction and feeling whole with myself. And, of course, I couldn't get it there. Right. There isn't enough money to fill that hole or that gap inside that you feel if you're not clear with yourself.
1: Absolutely, and we're raised to think that that's gonna make us whole. That if we do this, check this list, check, 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 that everything will be just magnificent and all as well. And that's that's not the list we need to be checking. <laughs>
2: not the list we need to be checking at all. Huh? Not even a no, bit.
3: No, no. No, I'm
2: all for people being successful. I, I think no, that you know, we're in a physical world, why not? Of course. But that's not the answer to what we think our issues are about or our problems are about.
1: Right. That's not spiritual success. No. Yeah. It's not raising us on that ladder of that infinite knowing, that inner wisdom. That is just, yeah. I mean, financial freedom is wonderful. I mean, that's very important. But I've known a lot of people that are very successful but are not feeling success, successful within, you know, they're not.
2: I also people. have, that's true. And I also have people in my life who have been uh, very successful and not successful financially, but still created an incredible life.
1: Absolutely, on that whole other end of the spectrum.
2: Sure, it's yeah. not a financial thing. We look at it as finances because that's, you know, what our country is about. And I don't have any problem with that. Right. But it's just that we think that's the end all be all. That's where we get stuck.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So I would love to hear more about how you incorporate these practices into your daily life and how you share that with your clients and, and offer them this space. It's it's truly a sacred space that you open your heart and your home and your knowledge to so lovingly. I'd I'd love to hear more about how you offer that to your clients.
2: Well, that's a big question, Beverly. (laughs) Let's start with first that years ago, I became clear about who I am as a person. It, It was actually an energetic experience my husband and I actually sat down and talked about who we were as a couple, in fact. And so what that did, and I'll tell you in a moment what that is for me, but what that did is it opened up a whole new reality of how do you live your life from an inner connection with what you really want your life to be about and what you feel your life is about. Mm -hmm. And then starting to manifest from there from a purposeful place. So that you're not, you're not just, you're not caught up with everyday circumstances. So that you have a purposeful outcome to whatever you're creating, mm-hmm. and so that experience for me is the feeling of family. Now, I came out of an arduous family, as I told you, and you did too. But the family that I'm speaking of is the connection that we are as human beings. Mm-hmm. So I made it my purpose in life to be be the expression of family in the world. Mm -hmm. And for me, that means including people. Now, some people want to be included. Some people don't want to be included. But the people that come to me, the people that are around me, experience the feeling of being connected as family, true family,
3: Mm -hmm.
2: where we love, have compassion for each other, support one another with whatever it is that we're manifesting Uh so that's where i began and then from there i was going through some difficulty in the marriage earlier on 15 years into the marriage i told you we've been married now 51 years which Means I got married when I was five, well, minus five years old, actually.
1: <laughs> Obviously.
2: Obviously. No faceless, no nothing.
1: No, you're fabulous. So. It was I mean, pre prenatal. That's right. Pre prenatal. Exactly. You got it. You know exactly. I'm with
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> and so at that point, the, and the why I bring this up is because I also think this is very important in supporting other people is to get the foundation, not only for yourself intact, but also if you are in a relationship or choose to have a relationship, to have one that really works. And in the early days, when life fell apart for us as a couple, 15 years into our marriage, and we loved and adored each other from the beginning. Uh And we did go on this journey together. Uh But for a period of time, I started to blame my husband for what was really going on with myself. And I didn't recognize it at the time. So he started to look like some of my family members that I had never really healed my issues with. And one day I woke up in the middle of it and realized that I was projecting into the relationship the stuff I hadn't healed within myself and took responsibility for it. I woke up. Yeah. And at that moment in time, I actually went to my husband and asked him if he was willing to stay in the marriage because we were seriously talking about the uh-huh. and he And he and I both took our time individually to look at what do we really want to create for our lives.
3: Uh-huh. And of course
2: we had children back then, right. early, they were young children uh-huh. and we were really passionate about our family. And that's really what kept us together. And we really did love each other, except we were so stuck in the mirage, the the illusions and the stuff we hadn't healed, particularly with myself, Uh much more than with my husband. Uh So we stayed in the marriage and started to create a foundation of how do you create a true partnership in life? Uh And that's what I wanted to bring it back to is this, excuse me, that I didn't turn this thing off. <laughs> oh my goodness. So <laughs> well, at least it mind.
1: was it was nice music.
2: <laughs> yes, <laughs> it reminds me of Andre Segovia, the beautiful Latin uh, classical guitarist. Yes. Uh, so having the foundation for a true partnership, for me, is most important because that is also my foundation. Mm-hmm. Who I am, the experience of family, the expression of family in the world, coming from a place of being whole and complete within relationship and then being able to support other women in particular. I do teach men as well. My husband and I have relationship seminars I've been telling you about. But really having a purposeful, very strong foundation, a grounded foundation in the physical world so that I can support other women in experiencing what that is for themselves and then being able to apply it into their own lives. Because getting connected with who you are, it's already hardwired in in the body. You already know that. You and I have talked about this. Uh We already know who we are, except that we aren't aware of it. It's already hardwired. So opening up to that potential of who we are, opening up to all of our energy as a human being, is the work to be done for human beings to really connect with our feeling nature uh-huh. and so i developed a program power woman which takes women step by step by step into how do you connect with that feeling nature and clear what holds us back from really experiencing it that way
1: Right, the energy that stores in our body from absolutely
2: completely. And, and I know you are the most clear person I've ever talked to. Oh my goodness, from the get-go, that gets it completely that way. And so, and then how do you then take that experience within yourself and then use it, that inner power, that inner energy to then manifest the results you want in your personal professional life having the quality of life that we all really seek but we don't know what to do about it because you know we're always putting our attention over there in our lives to make the money to have the cars to have the house to have the family to if we want a family or whatever our whatever our desires are and yet when we get them, very often we don't feel satisfied because that's not the whole picture.
1: Right. People still say, I have this hole wherever it is in their heart, or there's something missing, or there's something that, that longing for that connection when it's it's not so much with everybody else as much as it's first within ourselves. That that sense of worth, that sense of again connecting with that knowing, that that place where we are already whole that place where our spirit is that pure light force and all of these these layers of these things these experiences the negative stuff or or histories or whatnot have layered upon it to where it's like we're almost having to break off that shell to allow the light to fully expand and show
2: i call it an overlay or a filter through which we live our lives
1: Yes. We were talking about that. It's about, you know, those perspectives, whatever the filter is for that day could definitely take on an energy for that whole, that person, that afternoon, anything we've talked about. It was, it could be that whole life. It could just cling on to the yeah. whole place if people don't have either the tools or the awareness or the even the belief that they can live their true authentic self.
2: But I always tell people, it's your birthright to live a life you love. Absolutely. We're on this planet a very, very short time. It doesn't look like that sometimes when we're earlier in our lives. (laughs)
3: Yeah. But it
2: goes very rapidly. Mm
3: -hmm. And
2: you may as well have an incredible experience because it's the only one you got for sure. Yes. No matter how you believe about the rest of things.
1: Absolutely. This is the one we're in now. This is... This is the life that we have decided to put our spirit energy into. And I wouldn't, you know, I, you mentioned it earlier, you know, there was times when we'd looked back at our, our lives before and we wanted to change things or we wanted to rearrange things or we didn't, we wish they didn't happen. But now I know I wouldn't change anything because I wouldn't have the life I have my children, but I also wouldn't have the experiences so many good and bad experiences so that I see, I can not necessarily walk in their shoes, but I can truly understand the suffering that people are going through. I connect with it on a heart level, a knowing level, an energetic level. And I think that is why it's so important that we all truly The more we obviously work on ourselves, the stronger we are for the web around us and the community and the people And this. We are all so interconnected. And and if we're not feeling that within ourselves, then we can't be that perfect person that is needed at that time in that moment for whatever else.
2: So true. So true. And there is that depth of empathy and compassion for others when you've gone that deeply with yourself in your own healing.
3: Yeah. It's been and profound you,
2: for me. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. And another reason why we obviously connected for so many reasons, but that energetic too. And I went through something similar with my husband. It was the beginning of last year. We'd been together. I'm 52 and we met at 24. So we had been together over half our lives and we were both, well, me for sure, like you had mentioned, there was more issues with you. I definitely feel that there's definitely more things that I'm working through, not that he's not working through his own stuff, but I think I have stirred the pot more, we'll just say, and I just... I said, look, I love you. You're my best friend in the whole world. I will all be, always be there for you, but you know it's okay if we just take a moment, and step back, and check in. We're not the same people as we were when we were 23 years old. You know, oh,
3: we, we That's have so to true.
1: we have to honor that, and and we've both changed so much, and we've both we have four children. You know, so we've been busy raising family and, and, and working our butts off all the time to you know keep things going forward and have a cabinet business and a nonprofit and all these things that we've done together. We've worked together over the years on and off in some way or another. And to just honor each other as people and to step back and just go, okay, well, let's, you know, let's just reevaluate you know, and I think that's important in any, especially regular, you know, any permanent relationship. I think it's always very honorable to just step back. It doesn't mean anything has to change. It doesn't have to mean anything's drastic, but you just check in with yourself, with your partner, with whoever it is, and, you know, confirm everybody's still in the same game plan. I think that's one of the things you and your husband do, right? With relationship work, I imagine.
2: Absolutely. You know, you said something very, very important. I want to make sure the audience gets this, Beverly. And that is that relationship is not stagnant. When you first start out in a relationship and there is this all excitement and glow and newness and love, and it's all wonderful. But then as you grow, Learning how to grow together and expand in life together is what I call a true partnership.
3: Mm-hmm. Now, you may
2: not be doing the same things. My husband and I do similar things and we do some things together. Not everybody does that, but that doesn't mean you can't have a true partnership. So, complementing each other, supporting one another in growing individually and as a couple is the work to be done in a relationship, regardless of the nature of the relationship that could be for a business relationship or a family relationship.
1: Absolutely. Whatever,
2: or friendship.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's just so important for us to take that time to work on ourselves and, and, not look at it I don't as much as I know it's work I don't necessarily always look at it as work because I think it's more like you're saying it's this uh maybe we can j- it is gardening it's it's nurturing that blossom right you're you, you're helping it grow you're helping your energy expand and be open and again self-evaluation is very important as well and it I was talking to my girlfriend, uh, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, and I said, you know, I'm, I think it's important to, stay in, to change judgment to awareness. There's a big difference if I'm sitting here judging myself. Yes. Because just the word judgment, that's a heavy word, you know, and it can trigger emotional experiences just in that word right but to just honor it as a loving like a conscious witness and an awareness where you can just decide if something works for you or if it doesn't or like you're saying we work on that energetic change that is even even if we don't know what it is just opening ourselves up i'm willing to release this in a loving and kind way whatever it is right is opening it to the universe that I am, I'm opening, I'm, I'm looking for a welcoming change in letting go, whatever it is. You see what I'm saying to say? It's that just that giving it space to occur, right? Yes, You have to create that space first.
2: Very true. I call it your intention to heal, your intention Uh to open up to your your greatness or to who you are, however you believe about it, however you you think about it. Uh And uh, the thing we don't realize is that that automaticity, that filter that we live through, that all of us live through, we don't realize how much it grabs us and yanks us around the room all the time. Because it's so automatic and we think we're just making great choices and all that, but yet they're out of an automatic reaction within our cellular memory. Rather than an expansive open space from which we live our lives from our natural flow of our life. And that's, again, the work to be done.
1: Yes. I love the way you
2: put that. That automatic system is—it's so insidious, and, and we don't even realize it because ninety-five percent of what we hold on to is unconscious. Right. That's quite a, a conundrum. It's
1: pretty crazy, you know. If we, <laughs> you know, you start doing studies on the brain and why people react, and these certain, like you're saying, it's just automatic. It's just an automatic reaction, and you know, I was doing some research on the whole limbic mind and how fast it 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 reacts before something's even totally happened. It's already sensitized to situations and so it will already start reacting. And it takes our frontal cortex, the you know the thinking mind, it takes it like twenty four times as long. It's just incredible how it's just that it's almost it's that primal mind it's like the the lizard brain when it comes to yes the way it reacts sometimes like you're saying because it's, it's unconscious
3: it's that
2: well i want to throw out something to the audience that you and i have been talking about through this whole time but i want to make it even clearer if it's possible in this short conversation is that uh we do focus on the thinking We do focus on the mind because that's how we've been trained, particularly in the world, but especially in this society. Uh And really uh, the response, that automatic response occurs in the body first. It's Uh not a common understanding. It occurs in in the body first because we're physical beings first. And then we've developed systems to be human in our nature so then the thinking comes along for the right as part of the survival mechanism and then of course we have creative thought right but the thinking occurs as a result of the body experience first
1: exactly that sensitivity yes Mm -hmm. and
2: so how do you then unwind that or release those body experiences which is the work to be done Mm-hmm. But then also impact the thinking, because when you clear the physicalness in the body of whatever we hold on to, then you create new neurological pathways in the brain that literally changes the reactions. They dissipate and disappear. The thinking changes. The whole system starts to change when you focus on literally clearing the body experience first. Exactly. Because if you try to change the thinking, as many people do, try to make it positive thinking, that's all very nice. Have a nice, positive thought. Thank you very much. But then you're right back into your stuff again. Right. Because that isn't where it lives.
1: No, but all stores in the body. So every it's all
2: stored in the body.
1: Every cell is a brain. <laughs> it sounds funny. <laughs> it's, it, it oh, is. my
2: goodness. We are in trouble. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, you know you get into cells and how we work it's already beyond magical <laughs> you know but if it, your, your finger gets pricked it's then telling every other cell in your body i have a <laughs> owie right and people don't it's it's so it all stores there and it's so funny because it sounds so simple it's like body mind and spirit that's why bodies first like you body said we've got always.
3: we've got
1: gravity pulling on us we are in this vessel our spirit might be energizing it but this body is where everything is stored
2: and you can't separate them out the Uh thing is that we look at them as separate systems but they're not really
1: no they're all connected they're all interconnected bodies
2: oh and it all happens very milla teeny teeny tiny milliseconds you know right (laughs) exactly
1: Yeah, Body that's over thinking
2: Bo think. <laughs> no, you can't even, even do faster. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like it's a thinking because that's what we focus on.
1: Sure. That's what we've been trained to do.
2: That's what we've been trained to do.
1: Absolutely. It's all about mind, 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 mind. but no. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing.
2: I'm laughing about it. It's a colossal joke on ourselves really.
1: <laughs> <laughs> One of many. One <laughs> wedding. <When I'm> <laughs> you
2: know,
1: life is only as we see it. Reality is only as we
3: see it.
2: <laughs> uh, my goodness gracious! <laughs> I'm going to say we're screwed.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully we enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> really. <laughs> Reasons I love you. I love you too. <laughs> You're so remarkable. Know, so are You're definitely you. a sister in life. It's um, remarkable. That's,
1: so it, that's it. That's
2: it. <laughs> I'm just so grateful for you. Oh yeah. my goodness. So, this ladies and gentlemen.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: or you know, yeah. perfect reality, whichever one yes, you really. click
3: it.
1: on. It's all a matter of perspective. We talked about this,
2: <laughs> But you know, it's so interesting what we're speaking about here in the laughter. It really has an experience when you're clear about who you are. There, I call it an experience of, of bliss or ecstasy
3: uh-huh.
2: because there's an expansion that occurs with it there's and there's an energetic feeling in the body that also impacts the thinking and impacts the whole system. That's really profound.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. When you raise the vibration, it changes everything instantly.
2: It changes everything. It's now, so I'll say, we'll say one thing, because people talk about getting to a higher level of consciousness. And I'm going to say here that that's, I say it's a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. because we're already hardwired with the universe and the energy of the universe
3: right?
2: it's already hardwired in that higher vibration so what's the work to be done open ourselves up so we can experience our lives that way
1: right open it isn't like we have to get to some
2: other plane it's already hardwired we're not right. going anywhere Right,
1: there's just no. a couple crossed wires in there. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: yeah, right. But that's
3: like you're
1: saying, getting creating these new synapses, these new connections, these new uh, ways of our, for our body to truly communicate with our spirit. And so it is that untangling the wires a little bit and un- opening that up so our light can truly shine.
3: Exactly. Yeah.
1: So now what would you say would be one of the best things one of our our listeners could do to help them reconnect with that, that light, that energy?
2: First of all, slow down. You can't create what you really want to have in your life if you're pushing yourself all the time, learning to breathe, taking deep breaths, slowing your body experience down. Because if you're speeded up, all you're doing is pushing against that automaticity in your body reaction, in that automatic response that all of us have. You can't get to your natural flow of energy if you're always pushing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So that's the first major, major, actually huge, big step. And also having the commitment to the quality of life. You and I started off making a commitment a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And we lived by it. Now, did we go in and out of it? Sometimes, of course, because that's right. part of the discovery. hmm but you have to have a commitment and an intention to heal and to be all that you can be in your life, whatever that means for you.
1: I love it. And that's, it's so, so true. That's I, I talked about nature earlier. It's one of my favorite things about nature. I don't care where it is. As soon as I get in out in nature, the first thing I do, as soon as I get out of my car, nice, Deep breath. It's it's automatic. It's absolutely automatic. I'm going to the Redwoods this weekend, and I can't tell you how great Plymouth. It was it was going to be a family trip, but now it's just a solo trip. But you know what? I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to have my time, which I need. It's really important for me. And I'll be in the Redwoods and just breathing in it. I'm already calming down, just thinking about it. Sorry. <laughs> <Just not laughs> You know, I can just feel it soothing me just by talking about it. And it's so, so important because we don't slow down enough. We don't take time. You know, they say that when we're in full meditation and we lay down and we're in shavasana and yoga, and we're just, we're relaxed and we're getting into our breath and we're not thinking about anything else. Our heartbeat goes to the same rhythm as the earth. It slows down to the same energy level. And it's, again, we talk about higher vibration, but I mean, when I say higher vibration, it's more that opening. When you're grounded in the earth and you're just loving it and your, your heartbeat is slowing down, your whole world can expand right there. When you just let the earth support you, when you're just comfortable in breath and not worrying about anything else, you just, you can heal on such an amazing cellular level.
2: And so then taking that experience that you're speaking of, Beverly, and then applying it in every other part of your life. Exactly. So that it's not missing. So although it's incredible going to the Redwoods or, to going to the beach, which is my favorite place, Mm -hmm. or even the beautiful mountains. Mm -hmm. You could have that experience no matter where you are. It's a matter of training within yourself.
1: Absolutely. And slowing down.
2: Slowing down. And the thing that I wanna make sure that the audience knows is that slowing down energy is your natural flow. It isn't the pushed energy that we all tend to get involved in because of our life circumstances, you know, whatever we're doing to make a living, whatever that might be. And people running madly uh, down the road in their cars. Mm -hmm. It isn't any of that. So learning how to unhook from those reactions, so that you really can live fully in present time to create a life you really love that takes some practice Mm
3: -hmm. because it's
2: really easy to hook into the circumstances because after all, we're always going to have them. It's part of the dichotomy of being alive.
1: Yeah. It's just being able to kind of, it's like if you were a train and you can just take your cart off track every once in a while and remind yourself that I don't have to always be on the rails. I can just take the time and, and, and to, like you're saying, incorporate it even when you are on the tracks, just slow the train down a little, you know, just try to ease through your day. I, it's very easy to get caught up in expectations. It's very easy to get caught up in in the day-to-day bump and grind or whatever you want to call it. But it's so, so very important.
2: But what to... is most important is the quality of our lives.
1: Exactly. And it's our so sati- important satisfaction, to- satisfaction,
2: our connection with each other, which we forget when we're in our cell phones and our iPads all day long.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And keeping that connection open. Always. We can get so caught up in here that we're not living everywhere
3: exactly
1: yes yes i love it i love it now i would like to ask a little bit about your book so please <laughs> tell me a little bit more about the master in the mirror a woman's guide to living a passionate and joyful life
2: doesn't that say at all
1: Pretty much. Yeah, I think it's, it's, I think it's, I was looking for it on Audible. I was looking for it on Amazon. And so we can get that at your website or where would be the best place to?
2: Yes, uh, you can get, you could actually uh, email me at shellynegalo at gmail.com. Or you can go to Academy for Conscious Living and uh, send a message through academyforconsciousliving.com uh you know our work people find us
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) just like i did
2: (laughs) (laughs) i found you you know we found each other it's an energetic connection and i've always trusted it and uh, i know concern myself about having to be uh well known although i've trained thousands i don't care about that Mm -hmm. i care about reaching the people that are important to reach that really want to do something about opening their lives up and becoming even more powerful with themselves and the quality of life that they're manifesting. So, you know, the book is really uh, a bit of an expression of the Power of Woman seminar that I developed and teach. Uh, the book is a good beginning, but the dilemma with any book is that you have to have the experience inside and the book begins to give you that but you really need to do much more work than the book begins to give you but it's a good beginning it's a good opening to well how do i take those steps how do i begin to open my body how do, do i begin to manifest the life i want it starts to give you some very powerful tools but then you don't have the the actual experience like getting on a bicycle Mm-hmm. and learning how to balance.
1: Right.
2: And that book cannot give you.
1: Right, but, but it gives it you is, a great introduction to what you, it what gives you do. Yes,
2: yeah, it gives a good, very good opening. And a lot of women, particularly the ones who come through my work, my Power Woman Seminar, love to use it to remind them of the experience because it does remind them of the experience very fully. But then I've had other people over the years who've read the book before they've come to the seminar Uh and found that they got it very deeply in their own way. So it absolutely works. And that's, it was designed to train women at home to begin to learn how to, how to step into their powerfully as people.
1: That's wonderful. And you do your courses right there in Georgia, right? You and your husband have, you also have the relationship seminars, correct? Yes. And you, all, you do that all out of Georgia. And we get, we'll make sure that all of your information, of course, is on, listed on the podcast so they know where to find you and connect with you. And so I know you have another one coming
2: up, correct? Right. Power Woman is a three-month program. It begins the weekend of January the 21st and the 22nd here in Flowery Branch, Georgia.
1: All right.
2: And we're really excited to be doing that again because we took a little time off from during COVID.
1: Sure. Well, I think we all kind of had to, didn't we?
2: (laughs) Yes. I mean, I certainly, like you and I've talked about, I certainly teach people online and I do private sessions with people, but I really miss the in-person. And so this is going to be exciting to do it again.
1: Yes. I love that. I love that. And so now it's a three month course. So then do they, they, come once a month and visit with you or is how's it
2: how's it go okay so we start off with the full weekend it gives a foundation of how do you open your energy and how do you release what gets in the way and how do you really connect with manifesting the results in the world and i teach very specific tools i've designed
3: uh-huh. that
2: you can then use for the rest of your life but there's a profound experience of the connection with yourself that occurs in that first weekend After that, there's another four to six hour class where they learn how to release their perceptions and their illusions. Oh, and I forgot to mention in the first class, we release what I call our ties or experiences to all of our intimate relationships.
3: That's
1: so important.
2: So important in the second, that four to six hour part we release our ties to everyone else in our life, including our parents, our siblings, all of the people in our life. And from there, it's learning how do you manifest from your passion, from what you're really out of who you are and producing the quality of life. You wanna have actual real results in the world, which is for me, the most important thing. Otherwise, it's a nice experience. And then I go back into my stuff again. And that's not what this is about. This right. is about discovering what is what it means for permanent change for my life.
1: It's transmuting your life.
2: Transmuting your life. Exactly.
1: Yeah. That's wonderful. And then, so then you meet once a month after that, or just a month well, later? Let's see. After
2: the first weekend, which is about 18, 20 hours, something like that. And then you have a four to six hour class from there. And then we have five more two hour sessions. Mm. And then we have a private session with me to make sure you're on track with the manifesting, you know, whatever specifics that you want to manifest, make sure you're on track with that. So the total is somewhere between 35 and 40 hours over a period of about two, two and a half to three months. And by the so time you're done... You're Uh very clear and focused with your life. Now, is there more work to be done? Yes, because it takes a little while to integrate so that the cellular memory is cleared out and also so that you're creating new neurological pathways in the brain. It takes a bit of time. You know, we want it now yesterday. Well, you'll get the experience for sure, but then there's got to be some integration time and then it takes time to integrate.
1: Right and well, and integrating—it's not just with yourself. Then you go back into your life.
2: Exactly. Everybody
1: else is not on the same path as you are. In fact,
2: they'll have resistance sometimes to the changes you're going through, and then you have to discover how do you, how do you maneuver through all of that? That's all part of the discovery of, you know, balancing your life out in a whole new way, so that it works for you. That's really for your natural expression of who you are.
1: Absolutely. And and that is key. And I love that you have that constant connection and check-in throughout, because then that gives, like, you we, you get the big push at the first weekend, then you have time to integrate it. Then when you're coming back, and I imagine, and that's a nice part of groups, you go off into the smaller later, right? You have your personal time, but having groups where everybody's kind of able to share on that level, how it's been for them and how they've worked through it. It's for me, it's amazing, what knowledge and experience and, and wisdom we can gain when we are sharing together and, and communicating what's going on, especially for people on a similar journey. I think it's so important. So I love love, love that you do it in person in a group setting.
2: I I really, for me, I've done it both ways online and in person. I find that in person is a much deeper experience for the people who attend. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: And so I prefer it because I want people to really get what they came for. Right. I don't want them to go back and keep doing the same stuff over and over again. If they really have come for the change that they're looking for, I'll make sure that I deliver it, then you have to, to, you know, then you have to do your own work to practice it in your life.
1: But what a, what a gift you're giving them to start.
2: You know, I couldn't tell you, this is the most extraordinary thing to have have come to this for myself and then to be able to share it with others. I wouldn't change it for the world.
1: Yes, I'm with you, sister. <laughs> 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 as much work as it's been, and as an interesting up-down journey as it's been, yes. I, uh, I'm honored. I'm honored to, I'm I'm honored to share you with my audience. I'm honored to share this energy with you. I've already gained so much just in the short time of knowing you, and I'm just I'm so grateful for what you're doing and how you're supporting women and and their relationships and honoring yourself and honoring your knowing and your path and offering it with such love, community-mindedness, and integrity. So I appreciate you so, so very much.
2: And Beverly, thank you from the bottom of my heart for this incredible conversation today and for who you are and for opening up the space for the audience to see that there's something else possible for their lives, and uh, I really love you. You're a fantastic human being.
3: Oh,
1: I love you so very, very much. Thank you, my dear, sweet Shelly, for coming today and joining us, and I can't wait till our next conversation.
2: For sure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.